What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right, guys. So I had a What You Need to Know about Instagram being down, but I just saw something on Twitter that I was like, wait, wait a minute. So, Sedano, you actually shared a promo that you were a part of for this Raider Charger game. And when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, that has such an L.A. vibe to it. And it doesn't even have the team that I'm dating right now. So I felt a little salty about it. And if you guys haven't heard it, I'm going to play a little bit of it because I think it's dope. The video is really cool. Um, It is. You know, they're they're driving down Whittier Boulevard uh, in like a convertible. um, And, you know, the the guy's listening to the radio and it's like me talking about the game. Right. Is it Raiders, Chargers. Raiders contra los Chargers. This thing is going to be electric. And Monday Night Football. It's going to be a sea of silver and black sprinkled in with some powder blue. Es una gran rivalidad en el oeste del americano, una rivalidad añeja. I don't think there's a young quarterback I would take over Justin Herbert. Look at the numbers he's put up. This kid has got the goods. The Chargers need to go back to San Diego. They're never going to take over LA. The Raider fans are coming strong. So I'm expecting a lot of fireworks. Both these teams need to put their foot on the gas. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then they go to some highlights yeah. and stuff. And then at the end, I talk about Inglewood. Um, you know, so. I love it. Is this something that they, they sent you, like, lines and said, hey, George, <laughs> record these lines? No, I, I mean, they, they kind of the gave show? me some vague instructions. And, and then I just added my own flair. It's yeah, LA. But then it's in Inglewood. It's in Inglewood. Yeah. Well, I but mean, but it is. That's the thing, though. Like, people think. So when I saw this, first of all, I mean, you got to plug in the boy. Hello. Sit down. Killed it. But. On top of that, the video itself was amazing. I felt like it captured L.A. so good. And I know that a lot of people think like, oh, L.A., but Inglewood is L.A. East L.A. is L.A. Like yeah. They, they the- did the real L.A., you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, and that was that was the, what, what made it cool is that it wasn't just the Hollywood touristy stuff. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Know, the Santa Monica Pier, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I loved it. Like, every if you guys haven't checked it out, seriously, I know Sedano. It's on my Twitter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He put it on yeah. his Twitter. I loved it. I was like, screw Instagram being down and what's up and Facebook. I mean, only Cap cares about Facebook anyways. Yeah. So I wanted to Me shout that out. a lot out. of our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, and they opened Monday night, our coverage with it, Monday night football's coverage, which Monday night countdown, so it was on already on TV, but yeah. It's so good. Go see it. Go watch it. But I just wanted to sneak something else in. I'm sorry because I'm taking a lot for what you need to know. It's all right. But we talked about me getting my Rams gear and stuff. I wanted to let you guys know how many DMs I got from Raider fans that were telling me, okay, what is it going to take for us to break you up? with the Rams so you can come and date the Raiders. And I was like, guys, it's not happening. There's a lot there. But because you guys, it is a Raider town. Like, I know that. I mean, we'd be dumb to say it's not. But hopefully that could change. I got my hopes up. But right now, like, that that was dope, man. Like, that video was dope, and you did such a good job. So I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah, I'm just watching it right now. And actually, you know what? They're airing it again right now. They're actually airing it on ESPN television right now in advance of kickoff of the game. That's really cool. And you know what I was hoping for? When they actually show the guy in the car and, he, and he's turning up the radio, I, the only thing I wish they would have done was had 710 so you could have seen 
710 or it would have said ESPN 710 on the radio because then there's another one where they're in a barber shop and like Charger fans and Raider fans are kind of arguing with each other and they've got a transistor radio and you can't see 710 which would have just been one little extra touch that would have been nice promotion nationally for the ESPN well, station. Uh, but we're not you know we're also not the flagship for either team so I think that plays a role in it yeah but but it's I, ESPN but, and we are the flagship of another team so I think that plays a role in it well, whatever. I mean, it just would have been really cool. Nonetheless, you know what's funny <laughs> is is that um, I got some pictures from friends inside the stadium right now. One guy's got all his Charger gear on, all of his Philip Rivers jerseys and his Charger hat on, and his best pal who he's there with is wearing a Bo Jackson Raiders jersey and, an, and a Dodger hat. So this is what's happening tonight. I mean, I still think it's going to be 75% Raider fans to 25% Charger fans, but that's... That is just like the like like the the pregame thing that you shot, George, where you've got these Raider fans and Charger fans inside a barbershop. That's happening like inside SoFi Stadium right now. It's like you know family civil wars where some people are Raider fans and a lot fewer are Charger fans. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it it is going to be fascinating to see. And now the views are out there. Um, you know they're they're going into the stadium now. I, I can't wait to see the pic the view the view or the picture of the fan breakup there. I, I think that, to me, is the thing I want to see the most once people get in their seats. So, be a good good afternoon for tailgating, man, and I hope everybody got there on time, got in early, and, uh, and turn it up tonight because uh, this is going to be a fun game to watch, and we'll keep everybody up to speed with what's going on. Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, so... That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So I wanted to take a quick second to talk about Anthony Davis and something he said yesterday. Please. Um, I, I don't know if we have the audio, but we played it today on the jump. And he was like legitimately – you do? He was legitimately annoyed <laughs> with the team's defense. And it's forget about the fact that it's a preseason game or this, that, and the other. I, I think that this – particular commentary from Anthony Davis is much bigger than the defense in a preseason game. Let me hear it, Laura, real quick. Oh, we're way behind. Um, getting movement on offense, um, quality shots, you know, defensively talking, getting our schemes right, uh, rebounding, very huge. Uh, we're not boxing out. And that was the main takeaway, just, you know, offensive come, we're not really too worried about it, you know, especially when we get Brian Mello, you know, T.A., Russ out there. Um, no, but it was just the first game to see where we are, and uh, we had to do a better job defensively, especially blocking out. I mean, dude, I love that he's – look, you and I have talked about sometimes he doesn't feel as engaged, right? Like that guy's got to push him. Here's him pushing people right now. No LeBron, no Russ. Hey, I'm going to take the reins. I'm one of the leaders of this team. I'm going to say that result, even in the preseason, is unacceptable. I actually thought a couple of things, and and that's the first time I've heard that, just so you know. But here, here goes. The fact that he played, George, I was shocked yesterday. I thought, why is he on the floor? So the notion that Anthony Davis is willing to play in a preseason game, number one, this is the very first one, he could have so easily said, you know what, Coach? Hey, look, thanks, man, but I'm, I'm going to wait it out a little bit. I'll wait till LeBron comes back. I'll wait for Carmelo. I'm going to wait for the real team to show up before I actually get out on the floor. And given my history of injuries, especially last year, I'd rather take it easy and work my way into the season. To me, the fact that he played yesterday without LeBron in particular 
is a way of saying to everybody else on that team, it's LeBron's team. We get it, okay? And, and Russell's going to be here, and he's got a big personality, and we get that too. But guess what? This is my team also, okay? And I was, I was a big part of winning our championship in the bubble, and I would have been a big part of last year had I not gotten hurt, and I'm kind of tired of hearing people like loudmouths like myself who are saying, I don't know, will he be able to be healthy? You know, can we really count on him? How many games will he play? I'm ready right now not only to play, but to be a leader on this team because eventually it's going to be my team. I thought it was really great. I, I, was, I was really surprised that he played yesterday and really happy that he did. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think that um, it's one of these things that I like that he played. I don't think all these guys need to play. First of all, he's the youngest one of those three guys of like the three big three stars, right? So, and he he hasn't played in a minute, right? So I do think that that's important. Whereas Russ and LeBron um, are older and could use the rest, you know? But the, to, to me, the leadership aspect is the most important thing. And I think he grabbed the bull by the horns there. That's what I'm, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Because look, people look at Anthony Davis last year and they went, oh man, he's hurt. He's got an injury of being hurt. You know, he could have waited and gotten more money, but he took the the sure thing because he's got some injury-related issues. You know, for him to come out and play in preseason game number one, that tells me what I need to know about Anthony Davis, which is, A, his body's feeling good and he's ready to get this season underway, and B, his mind and his heart are in the right place because it's LeBron's team, and Russ is going to add a whole new dimension to that locker room. And now you got all these veteran guys. But really, it's it's supposed to be LeBron and AD. And all you guys that are in this locker room, we brought you in here to help us do it again. So I'm going to not be sitting over here quiet just like, okay, well, I'll just be the big guy over here and let me know when you need me. No, he's going out there saying, LeBron's team, got it. My team too. I yeah. like that. I love that. I love every second of that. I love that he did that. I think if you're a Laker fan, that's exactly what you want from him. Like, you want that. You want him to take ownership. You want him to feel engaged. You want him to be someone that isn't happy with the way things went last year. Because, honestly, you know, Ramona said this today on the jump. It it feels like last year kind of almost never happened. Like, it was just a bad dream. And now it feels like this team will get a true chance to – kind of have that chip on its shoulder again, similar to what they had the year they won the championship. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays itself out for sure. Because, you know, there was a story last week that you and I were talking about where uh, Russell Westbrook said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, hey, look, I'm going to push him. You remember that last week? We were talking about how Russ said publicly, I'm going to push Anthony Davis. Do you recall that? Yes. Okay. So to have a guy come into your team – and say before he's played one game, God, I got it. He's he's a, an L.A. kid. He grew up a Laker fan. He went to UCLA. He's, he's, he's had an incredible career. But he doesn't have what Anthony Davis has, which is a championship playing for the Lakers. And for Russ to say out loud, I'm going to be the guy that's going to push on him. If I were Anthony Davis, I'd be like, you know what? Um, it's great to have supportive teammates. But I'm self-motivated. And I know that last year did not go well. And I know that when the team needed me, I was unavailable. So I, I, I appreciate that you're saying that you're going to help push me. I don't need it, man. I got this. You know, I, I'm well aware of what the circumstances are. I know what people have said about me. 
you know what? I got everything together. I got my body back together. My personal life is set up. I got married in the offseason. My contract is handled. I got a long-term contract. Now I can focus on winning. And I thought, again, just, just playing in preseason game, number one, showed me a lot about Anthony Davis's character. Yeah, 100%. I, I would agree wholeheartedly. Like, I think all of that is a good sign. Uh, and look, LeBron and Russ will play. There's like six or seven preseason games. They're going to get some time in there. Um, but, you know, you got to be smart about this. You have that many games, you take your time. You know, I think that that's, that's just the reality of the situation. So, hey, listen, I still want to get let's – let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's dive in. Let's break early so we can get back into this Raiders-Chargers thing. If anyone's running late to the game – I want to hear from you. As you're walking into the building, I want you to call us right now. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Tell us about what the vibe is like outside the stadium. Tell us what it's like as you're walking in. Hit us up right now. 877-710-ESPN, Monday Night Football, Raiders, Chargers. We're back in two and a half minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Cap, do you know this song? Cap, do you know who it is? <laughs> now, I'll give you a hint. You ready for a hint? Come on, yeah. Cap. All right, so the female voice is one of the biggest, fe- this is 2003, but she is now one of the biggest, most iconic female voices we have in music. Well, the voice sounds to me like Beyonce. It is? Yep. Now, yeah. I will give you five guesses for the male voice. There's no chance you get it, but I'll just give you five anyway. Um, you'll give me five guesses, right? Yeah, go. Okay. Let it rip. Um, let's see here. Is it uh, Wycliffe? No. <laughs> There we go, Laura. Is it, uh, is it Bob Marley? No. Now you're getting closer. Oh, geez. Come on. You're getting closer in the mm. genre, I guess, mm. of music. You said genre. That, is it Jean-Paul? Does that sound right? Jean-Paul? I mean, it's Sean Paul. But oh. <laughs> he was just yeah. trying to put like a little spin on it. You know? Right. Yeah. Like genre, Sean Paul, yeah. Jean-Paul. Yeah. 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 I, I listen, you got it within five guesses. I'll yeah, give you I would that. never have gotten it, to be honest with you, though. Never would have gotten that. Did you, did you get a, a hint? Is that what it was? Somebody maybe a little a hint. bit. Maybe a little yeah. tiny one. I thought it was maybe Jake Paul, you know? But it wasn't. It, wasn't it isn't Paul. Logan Paul either. <laughs> it wasn't one of the Paul brothers. Damn, yeah, Cap. Even when, even when we try to help you out, you still get it wrong. <laughs> well, I got Beyonce. That one I could hear on my I mean, own. I didn't, I didn't need anybody to give me that one. That I could hear. Right. You know? Yeah. I actually was thinking That's why I figured De- that part you'd get. Yeah. Right. I actually wasn't sure if it was Destiny's Child or if it was really just Beyonce. Oh, God. Yeah. You know? I wasn't sure. This is no. post-Destiny's Child. Yeah, I got you. Well, in the meantime, I can just tell you this. You know, I was, I was taking a Peloton class this morning with Alex Toussaint doing a club bangers ride. So when we talk about going to the club, even though it was a long time ago, I'm trying to get contemporary with my man A.T. on the Peloton and a club bangers class. But I seem to be on my own on this one. Are you practicing to go to the club with Urban Meyer? <laughs> Not a bad call. Bro, well, you guys what's are like up with similar that? in age, right? You know, yeah. well, he's a little older together. than I am. I mean, what are you doing, though, dude? It is My first of all, right it is 2021. Everybody's got a cell phone, bro. This ain't Gainesville. Ain't nobody hiding that. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what did he say right there? My head's spinning right now. 
Yeah, his, oh. I can't tell what he's saying. Right, he said, he said my, my head's head spinning. spinning. Right, that was after last week's loss against Cincinnati. They interviewed him at the post-game press conference, and they were asking him questions about the game, and he's like, my head is spinning right now. You'll have to excuse me. I have no idea what just happened out there. No idea. Definitely spinning today. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just really quick, um, as we get ready for this Monday Night Football game, I'm, I'm curious, ESPN is showing what's happening with the weather outside of SoFi Stadium. Rain, lightning. Did you guys hear the thunder earlier today? I was like, what the hell is that? No, I didn't hear any thunder. Yeah, man. I mean, I was in a bill. I mean, it's it's definitely looks rainy outside. It's my rainy. Yeah. Hey, Laura, our special correspondent is ready if you want to call him. Okay. From SoFi Stadium. So, I got on the you inside? Call right now. Inside yeah. or outside? What do you got, George? You know? He's inside. All right. Okay. I saw Derek Carr go into the end zone and then walk towards the goalpost. So walk towards the boundary. And Derek Carr was either talking smack to Charger fans or he was hyping up Raider fans. It was hard for me to tell exactly what he was doing, but he was like flexing down and, and getting hyped. So it was either, like I said, he was going at it with some Charger fans or he was hyping up Raider fans. But we're like, we still got a while here before kickoff, probably about 10 minutes or so. And, um, Derek Carr was really getting into it. Seems like the crowd is in the building already, and people are fired up for this game. So, yeah. tailgating early. Yeah. I, I yeah. know people that were in the parking lot, you know, Cap, early this afternoon. We have our correspondent now. My, my guess is he, he's in this in the crowd right now. Our special correspondent is none other than everyone's favorite sideline reporter, Mike Trudell. Trudell, what, what is going on there? What what is the what does the stadium look like? What is the breakdown of Raiders and Charger fans? Well, George, hopefully you can hear me, first of all. Um, there are more Raider fans, certainly, than Charger fans. I'm going to guess right now it's either anywhere from 65-35 to 70-30. And I want to put this on the record, George. I have no problem with any Raider fans. Okay, There will be no fight videos involving your boys tonight. Not happening. Uh, it is all peace and love for me here at some Yeah, that's a very good move, Trudell. You do not want any trouble with any Raider fans. You be friendly to all of those guys. In fact, you should be wearing black tonight. Uh, you know, I have a, I have a Minneapolis Lakers uh, shirt on. It, it's in some ways supporting the Chargers, right, with the Herbert connection. Um, I love Herbert. But uh, it also has Lakers on it. And you can't, you can't get into a fight in L.A. if you have Lakers on it. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Now, what? Now, this is your first time in the stadium, I presume. What? Uh, what do you make of SoFi Stadium for those that have not been there? So, I mean, it's beautiful. Obviously, I was here once, George. It was for a flag football game uh, amongst twelve-year-olds, which is actually awesome. It was only like lower ball, so I got a little bit of a tour of fire. But it is fantastic. I mean, I don't. You tell me what's going on with this delay, George. Uh, I wanted to see the kickoff right when I got in my seat. What, what's happening? Please so me. apparently there's a lightning delay, um, and, and so that's, well, that's why true. they're del- got hit by lightning on the walk in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there, there you go. So I mean, yeah. it's going to be a 5:55 kickoff now, according to what's what? on ESPN right now. Yeah. 55. Oh my goodness! I'm just going to have to listen to the radio show. I guess. Like, good thing I brought my AirPods. Yeah. Well, Amen. and you know what? It gives people a little more time to get to the concessions, right? Like, I think there's that. If you want to take in an adult beverage, uh, Mike Trudell, I think it's worth it. Well, I, I did take a lift tonight, and I do have a ride home. Uh, but maybe only one. I mean, go look, George. we gotta, we got to get back in the Lakers uh, business tomorrow, okay? Flight to Phoenix. Excited for that and, uh, and looking forward to that, certainly. But, I mean, 
I what is the what is the line in the game here? Who do you guys have? Who did you pick with? I took Chargers minus three. Kaplan took the Raiders plus the three. Yeah, are you surprised by that? Okay. Uh, I'm with George on this one. I'm with I'm with George and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'm not really trying to win the wager. I'm really just rooting against the Chargers. But I'm rooting for the Raiders. So I mean, usually I just watch whoever they're playing against, and I root for whoever that's playing against the Chargers. But in tonight's game, I actually find myself rooting for the Raiders, for Carr, for Gruden. Actually, I'm actually pro-Raider tonight. Usually I'm just anti-Charger. Got it. So well, I mean, there's definitely a very strong Raider presence uh, in the building. More than you would expect. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what it looks like, like once we actually get close to kickoff. Because as you mentioned, a lot of people out getting drinks, a lot of people mingling. Uh, once you get in the seat, though, my guess is it's going to be an uproarious crowd for the Raiders. So, Mike, two things. Um, what, why would there? I mean, isn't that stadium completely domed? Like, oh, I'm I don't so understand glad how. You're asking. Like, why would their lightning delay affect what's going on on the field? I, right. I mean, that stadium is completely domed, right? Uh, I mean, if there are openings, so I don't know if that impacted. Like, you can you can look out and see the sky directly, right? So, like, yes, the roof is covered, but there must be some kind of policy. Like, George, let me put it this way: I don't think they're doing this for fun, right? You know? Like, I think that, I think they would they would definitely want um, to start the game if they could. So there's got to be some sort of stipulation with lightning that goes down to a code for the building. Otherwise, they obviously would start on top. Mike, you said you were almost struck by lightning. Like, are, are you being like, are you kidding, or are you serious that you were almost struck by lightning walking? No, I mean, I was being, I was being hyperbolic, but it was close. I mean, look, George, I've been in Los Angeles since 2008 now, so I'm soft, buddy. Okay, you're from Miami. <laughs> lightning a lot more. Okay, yeah. Like, well, I I was used to lightning in Minnesota. Okay, I was used to lightning in Chicago, but I can't even remember the last time I've seen it here. So I'm just a soft Los Angeles boy um, at this point. City very very tough in all other aspects, but in terms of weather, George, you know, it, it gets a little hairy for those of us that have been here for a while. All right, Mike. One last question, Mike Trudell, everyone's favorite sideline reporter. Uh, Mike, Cap and I were literally just talking in the last segment about AD's comments in the postgame, like saying that they didn't look good, like holding everyone accountable. Uh, look, considering everything that's going on with AD over the last year or so and people being up or down on him one way or another uh, after a disappointing season last year, I loved everything I heard from him in the postgame. Cap and I were in total agreement that we love that he played. We love the leadership aspect of it. How did you interpret everything he said in the postgame? game yesterday well George I think you're wise to shine the spotlight on a of the season because for all of the talk about Russell Westbrook's position and how old certain parts of the roster are I think people are forgetting that there was a reason that AD struggled last year uh, it was the injury even for him he told us in the preseason he wasn't ready in two months this was not something that he had gone through before LeBron managed to find a way um, up until the point where Solomon Hill dived into his ankle like LeBron found a way, but I think that played AD throughout the last season. And a lot of people forgot just how dominant he is in the two-way play. So that, to me, is the reason why people overall are sleeping on just how good this Lakers team could be. And AD being ready to roll, George, as you pointed out, um, is a major key for that. All right, Trudell, enjoy the game. you got 30 extra minutes to grab uh, an adult beverage. And since you're not driving, go uh, go partake in some adult uh, beverages. Uh, you know, grab a beer, George, uh, maybe a hot dog. Um, I, I should be able to get that around like 29, 30 bucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. You'll be all right. You can afford it. All right, kid. Uh, all right, brother. Thank you for calling, man. Enjoy the game. See ya.
There he is. Everyone's right, favorite. I have the, same, I have the exact same room. question. I'm glad you asked. Not that he you know, knows the deal. but So, look, if, if there was a lightning storm in New Orleans, you wouldn't think it would stop a game because it's inside of a dome. If there was a lightning storm in Detroit, same thing. Same in Minneapolis. My question is, what does exterior weather have to do with the inside of a building that has a roof on top of it? Why would why would lightning? Well, because you heard Mike say there are some like slits in the in the building, right? Where there's like openings to the outside. I well, guess. Well, yes, but but not overhead, which is weird. I mean, look, I've George. This yeah, Thursday, but you realize lightning could come in like sideways too, right? Like from I, up top, like down sideways, right? I guess. I mean, th- this Thursday will be my first time going inside SoFi Stadium. Uh, I've not yet been in. I actually am likely going to go this upcoming Sunday when my Cleveland Browns come to town because now I'm a Browns fan too. You oh, know. for the love of God. But You're I'm, Cleveland Browns, huh? I my like Cleveland that. Browns. That's Just right, saying, my Cleveland Browns. Like that. That's right. They're, okay. they're only my Cleveland Browns for so long as my, my our. partner is, is our Cleveland Browns. That's right, Lindsay. So so as, as long as my man, my, my, my roommate from college is their offensive coordinator, I'm a Browns fan. When he gets another job and he goes somewhere else, I'll probably give up my Browns love and I'll go with whatever team he's on, like I did with the Green Bay Packers. But yeah. The thing is, I've, I've been to SoFi. I've not been in SoFi. My assumption was it's got a roof, so yeah. the weather doesn't impact it. Now, it's true that it seems like the, the stands, there's like an open-air part of it, but not above it. Now, if you were in Jerry World and Jerry decided to open the roof, it's the whole thing doesn't open, only like, I don't know, 30%. A partial opening, right. yes. And then yeah. if it rains outside, there will okay. be rain that will hit the field. There's no rain that's yeah. going to hit this well, field. Well, I mean, clearly they're delaying it because something is, is afoot. Cap. Right. Like, they're not, not, <laughs> but I'm just I'm well, curious to know more. It's not that I'm, I'm saying, why would you do that? It seems stupid. I'm just curious to understand and learn more about it. Okay, well, we I'm sure we'll know more. I mean, I'm, they're probably... They've already probably mentioned it on TV. We're just not paying attention because we're on the radio. So maybe we can get some some details there. All right, listen. Coming up next, we're late to go to break. So coming up next, Radio Tinder, everyone's favorite segment. Before that, though, we're going to give you a chance to win, perhaps, in February, a million dollars. Here's the deal. Do we have a trivia question yet, Lindsay, or no? Yes, we do. Okay, give people the trivia question. Whoever gets this trivia question right will win Rams-Lions tickets and then that same person will give us their prediction for the Super Bowl, the two teams and the score. And if they happen to be right, when we get to February, that person will win a million dollars. A million dollars. Like literally giving you a million dollars if you predict the right two teams and the score in the Super Bowl. But you got to get past this first. So go ahead, Lindsay. Well, I'm not going to give them the question now. Oh, they got to line up first? Callers. Okay. Yeah. So line it up first. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Try to win a million bucks. Try to, at least, at the very least, win Rams tickets. So that's coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Linz. Whoa, before we get to letting it rip, um, what is the uh, question for the folks that are going to try to win potentially a million dollars in February by giving us their Super Bowl prediction? But in the immediacy, if the answer is correct, they will get Rams-Lions tickets on October 24th. So we're going to – you want to ask that now before we take the callers? Yeah, ask it now. That way okay. people can get ready for it. And after Radio Tinder, we'll get their calls. They, they have to give me the right answer. Or do you guys want right. to do it on air? No, no. They have to yeah, give you. Yeah, just give the, me the right answer. All no, right. Well, we've been doing it in the past where it's the callers, right? Like coming on yeah. the air with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, just do that in the next segment. The, but we got to line them up now. Yeah, but if you give them the question right now, they could find it. Okay, fine. Then just line them up. All right, whatever. Okay. I, you you guys are in control with this contest. <laughs> I'll just execute. Well, you're the one you trying want. to switch it up, you know? I'm just saying, like, I don't know. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Give us Radio Tinder. <laughs> All right, guys. So, ahead of Tom Brady's return to Gillette Stadium for last night's Bucks patriots game, the quarterback and his former coach dominated the headlines throughout the week. One unexpected moment surrounding Belichick was caught by NBC cameras, and it was definitely awkward. Announcers Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels had a segment analyzing the game, and Belichick was on the screen in the background using a pencil as a toothpick, totally, like, digging in there, picking at his teeth. And he was so thorough that he even, like, checked to make sure that he got the food out. It was really, really gross. (laughs) Have you guys ever been caught on camera doing something really unflattering before swipe left or swipe right so uh swipe right i uh there is a video somewhere on the jump uh we have new chairs in the studio and a couple of weeks ago and obviously a very slippery wood floor but these chairs have wheels on them and it will fly so i used to the old chairs where i just would jump on it right because they're high right um and i would just you know be fine at the desk so i jumped on these new chairs and it like i surfed the uh, studio and almost fell off and had to catch myself on the <laughs> yeah, end of the fun. desk now that didn't happen on television but there is absolutely video of that before the show no question about it <laughs> Lindsay, your question was have you ever been caught on camera doing something does does on zoom count as on camera yeah that definitely counts for sure i mean think of the people man who've been caught on zoom doing stuff out throughout the pandemic so this is going back probably almost a year or so ago when I first joined ESPN 710, I was doing nights. So I was on the air from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. And we started to live stream the show. And um, so at a commercial break, I had another window open on my computer and I didn't have the, um, the studio. It's called Switcher Studios, which is how we oh, yeah. were actually bro- broadcasting the show. So I stand up, and I'm in between commercials. I stand up from my chair, and I start adjusting myself. Now, my camera is right oh, at mid, mid-level, <laughs> right? And I am standing up, literally, like a, my hands are down my pants. I'm making a full-blown adjustment here, you know? This isn't one where I'm just trying to, you know, kind of be a little coy about it, where I'm just, this is every, both hands in tight, making all kinds of movements. And then as we came back, I went, oh, my God, I forgot about the camera. 
I forgot about somebody on the other end watching it. And uh, yeah, um, so uh, full frontal adjustment on camera. Thankfully, it was only me and like one other person watching. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, good thing it wasn't one of those like team Zoom calls with like, you know, corporate ESPN or something, because you could totally end up being like someone looks at that or sees that and thinks the wrong thing. You would have been one of those guys that I'd be reading about in Radio right. Tinder who got fired for, for doing right. something stupid on Zoom. I'd be like that guy from CNN. Was his name Jeffrey yep. Tubin? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy, he was not so lucky to only be on the Zoom with one person. Right. So, yes, very embarrassing. All right. But, but, but um, I actually thought your question was going to be about do you pick your teeth with other things other than, like, toothpicks? I pick my teeth all the well, time you can with answer things, that anything too. I can put my hands on, you know? That's kind of gross. I, I mean, do you carry... You got something caught in your teeth. Don't you carry like one of those little any of those floss sticks with you? I have like a little packet of those in my purse. Well, you yeah, don't, don't have a purse, him. so I don't carry them. I got them at the house, but I don't carry them. Okay. All right. Well, next one. Um, ESPN's Marcus Spears and Dan Orlovsky had some strong opinions about the latest Urban Meyer scandal, as we briefly referenced uh, earlier in the show. Over the weekend, a video went viral on the internet showing a woman, kind of like sitting on Urban Meyer's lap. She was, like, dancing on him, like, grinding on him. She was giving him a lap dance, dude. Totally. Like, that's yeah. what was happening. Yes. Total yeah, grind, that's, yeah. That's basically what happened. They were at a, a Columbus, Ohio bar, and it was so uncomfortable, I guess, for everybody who ended up seeing it that the Jaguars head coach ended up issuing a public apology to his team and his staff today. Well. What about his wife? Uh, he did say <laughs> yeah, he right. apologized to his family. His apology was very – uh. Here, do you want me to read it to you? Because it's really, it's weird. He says, I, so I apologize to, this, to the team and staff for being a sh distraction. Just stupid. And I explained everything that happened, and I owned it. Just stupid. Should not have put myself in that kind of position. I stayed to see the grandkids, and we all went to dinner that night. Notice how he's trying to, like, wholesome things up. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah, I have a yeah. grandfather here, you know yeah. what I mean? I saw the grandkids, I and mean, that's why I stayed. There was a, yeah, there was a big group at our restaurant, and they wanted me to come over to take pictures, and I did. They were trying to pull me out onto the dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. <laughs> that is not what happened, Urban. That is not what happened at all. Yeah, but, who are you trying to fool with that? You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> seriously? We saw the video. You're, you're right there on camera. And enjoying but, it. Yeah. Totally. He was more than enjoying it. So, touching so today, back, by the way. Oh, yeah. He was really touching back, doing more, a little more than just touching. Um, so today on ESPN's NFL Live, Spears and Orlovsky called for Meyer to be fired after this latest scandal. Do you guys agree that they should consider firing him for his gross behavior? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Um, no, I'm going to swipe left on this. Like, look, I am of the I don't I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I have made that very clear. However, I don't know if this is a particular fireball offense. I think it's a terrible lapse in judgment. Uh, I think he may end up quitting or getting fired down the road. I just don't think this is the reason for it. That's just me personally. I'm swiping left also, and here's why. I want Urban Meyer to hold on to that Jacksonville Jaguars job. If Urban Meyer were fired today and he were an available free agent, if you were USC, based on his success in college football, you might have a greater interest in him because he's available. I don't want Urban Meyer at SC. I want Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, and I also want him to suffer. Like, he's been so good for so long in college football and so dominant. Suffer a little bit when you get to the NFL. Don't just walk through the door and have instant success. Suffer a little while. Man, was that dumb by Urban Meyer. I mean, you don't know that everybody's got a camera 
in Columbus, Ohio, and everybody's going to focus on you when there's a hot chick dancing in front of you? Are well, you it's not Columbus, mind? Ohio, right? I thought he was in Florida. No, no it was in Columbus. back with the team. He, he didn't go. When they played Cincinnati, rather than getting on the plane and going back with the team, he went up to Columbus because he's got a bar restaurant up there. Oh. And that's where the media was really picking on him. They were like, so wait, you didn't go back with the team? And that's why he said, no, I had well, to stay to, to see the grandchildren because he was trying to become wholesome right. again, you yeah. know? Yeah. Good word, Lindsay. Wholesome. I, I, right. I think, wait, but really quick, I just want to say, this is just another one. I, I'm on the record as of saying, what was it, after week two, he's not going to make it the season in Jacksonville. I also think he's going to end up at USC, or at least they're going to try and get him at USC. But I feel like this is just another, another what do you, whatever you want to call it, another chip on the table for Urban leading towards his demise, his ultimate NFL Oh, I've got health problems. I gotta, I gotta go. I can't do this anymore. It's, it's getting closer. Yeah. All right. All right. That is. Uh, we got to be done here because we're up against the break. Um, that is Radio Tinder. Uh, each and every day at five thirty. Maybe if we would stop uh, yapping so much, uh, we'd actually be able to do more than two questions. So uh, perhaps that is uh, our fault here. Uh, speaking of yapping, all right. Line it up right now if you want to have your chance at a million dollars. Here's the deal. Basically. We are giving you a chance to win a million dollars if you answer a trivia question correctly on the other side. Plus, the person who answers it correctly immediately wins Rams-Lions tickets and then gives us their prediction for the Super Bowl, the two teams and the score. If that person gets their two teams and score correct in February, that person will win a million dollars. It's that simple. Now, Christopher, I'd love to spend a lot of time on Queen and another one biting the dust, but we're going to have to take calls here. And maybe there will be people biting the dust, Cap, when they get this question wrong. <laughs> I, would, I would think that it's probably going to take several people to get this answer correct. So what is the, uh, what is the question today, Lindsay? You want me to ask it? Yeah. Would you, would, you like, would you like to ask it? Would you like me to ask it? Or would you like Cap, to I mean, ask somebody it? ask it, please. Would, all right, okay. here it goes. Go ahead, Lindsay. No, no, no. You go. go ahead. All right, here it is. You ready? Here it goes, everybody. This is your opportunity to potentially win a million dollars and certainly, at the very least, win Rams tickets. So here we go. Okay. You may have noticed that over the course of the last week and change, Laura was off the air because you know her voice. It's very distinctive. Somebody filled her place. Who was that person? All you need is a first name. Pretty That's darn it. simple. Yep. That's it. First name. It's actually a fairly common name. Um, so there you go. Let me go to David Leader in L.A. David, how are you? I'm good, man. What's up? All right, brother. So here, simple question. You heard Cap. S Laura was out last week. We had a fill-in for Laura uh, producing the show or on the board. Um, who was – what was the name of the person who filled in for Laura last week? Um, producing the show. Um, I'm going to say Lindsay. No, no, no. Lindsay is the producer. Like, no. The person filling in for Laura was not named Lindsay. Lindsay is already on the show. Um, do we want to give him another shot, or, or is he done? Nah, he's history. Okay, sorry, David. I'm with um, you, Dave. So, Joseph, there is a the, – Lindsay's the producer of the show. Laura's the technical producer of the show. Still producers, nonetheless. Um, Joseph Nima in La Mirada. So, Lindsay um, – Lindsay. Laura was out. Now I'm, now I'm confused. Laura was out. <laughs> Last week, what was the name of the person who filled in for her? Was it John? No, it was not John. Um, you, you did go with the common name, as I gave yeah. you that hint. But uh, Scott, this, not... this person, this person was on the air quite a bit last week. Yeah. He literally filled in. He did, you know, what you need to know. He he made a contr He person perhaps made a contribution on the air. So you should know. 
You guys are helping him out by saying he. I know. Yeah, I, know. First I of mean, all. I didn't say he. Did but, I? But you guys actually, if, if you guys were even listening to the show today, we mentioned his yep. name. I'm just like, we did mention his mm-hmm. name, right? Mm-hmm. 710 ESPN. We're giving you a chance here to win a million dollars. All right. It's not a national contest. Every Monday around 5.30, we're going to give you a trivia question. And you got to call right now, 877-710-ESPN, okay? The first person to answer the Sedano Cap trivia question correctly will win uh, Rams-Lions tickets at SoFi Sunday, October 24th, plus your shot at a million bucks. How do you win the million bucks? When If you get the answer right, and you win the tickets, and you get your shot at a prediction at the Super Bowl teams and the Super Bowl score. And in February, if there's a winner, we're giving them a million bucks. It's that simple. So Laura was out of last week. The name of the person who filled in for Laura was who? Jacob uh, Provencio in Simi Valley. Jacob, what was the name of that person? What's up, Alex. It was Alex. Congratulations, Jacob. So there you go. Alex is the name. Uh, Congratulations, Jacob Provencio. Uh, You are our winner, Jacob Provencio from Simi Valley. You win Rams-Lions tickets for October 24th. Now here's your chance to win one million bucks, okay? Give us your Super Bowl 56 prediction and tell us the two teams and the final score, and we will lock it in as your prediction. Uh, let's go the Bucks. Uh, let's do the Bucks and the Chiefs again, man. Let's go 30 to uh, 37. Okay, but who is, who's Which got team? 30 and who's got 37? Oh, my bad, my bad. The Bucks got 37. 30 okay, for so, the Chiefs. All right, so 37 wow. to 30, Bucks over the Chiefs. Uh, Jacob Provincio in Simi Valley. Well, brother, we got you locked in. We're going to put you on hold so you can get hooked sure. up for those Rams-Lions tickets. And good luck for the big contest, okay? Way to go, Jake. I appreciate it. You got it, bro. I mean, George, let's face it, right? Like, making a prediction on who's going to be in the Super Bowl is tough enough. Making a prediction on who's going to be in and what the final score is going to be and who the winner is, it's hard. However, it is a free opportunity to potentially win a million dollars. So why wouldn't anybody take that shot? Yeah, I mean, right. You just, I mean, got people went out there and just threw out any name and then just figured maybe they'd be right, you know. But there you go. Uh, you know, my man Jacob Provincio in Simi Valley is our winner. And he's got a chance at a million dollars. But to your point, why wouldn't you give it a shot? Right. So every Monday, shortly after 5.30, kind of 5.30, 5.45 range, we're going to do this contest every Monday. Wait a second. What? You're, you're saying that the, the caller is now getting a ticket, like, from a cop? Yeah. What do you like mean? a speeding Why? ticket? Because he didn't pull over when he was on the phone. Oh, oh no. Is he still on the air? Is no, he no, still no. on the line? Yeah, I put him on hold. I'm like, can bro, we... pull over and throw the phone on the thing. Can, yeah, can we hear what's going on? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Why? Maybe we could talk to the cop. And if I talk to the cop. And I tell him, talk... hey, man, he was trying to win a million dollars. I can seriously. <laughs> police officer. I can talk to this cop, okay? I can explain no, to this officer. No, you can't, bro. The cop ain't messing with you, bro. Listen, I'd like to take my chance. Just like somebody should take their chance at winning a million dollars, I'd like to have my opportunity <laughs> to speak to this fine officer and, and explain to this update. officer that okay, this gentleman was trying to win a million dollars. We have an update. Go ahead. The cop just passed by him and said, no, no, no. Oh, he oh. So like he the... actually didn't get a ticket. So now I feel a lot better. Oh, he <laughs> okay. a... So there you go. He did like a, a finger <laughs> wave? Yeah, a finger wave. Tumbo. Right. Yeah. He gave him a tumbo. Finger oh, wave. My God. No, no, no. That's a really nice cop, by the way. Because, you know, they would have pulled him over and got a really heavy ticket. I could easily so. talk this cop into not giving him a ticket based oh on how God. nice that cop is. I don't believe swear, you. I don't believe you. You swear. I, you swear that you are like the most persuasive person on earth. <laughs> well, I just feel like I would have. First of all, I'm very nice. You have to be nice first. Yeah. Okay. So st- you start off with nice. Then you explain and, and then you get persuasive. 
So I would have loved to have had the opportunity, but as it turns out, this was a very nice cop. He gave him the Dikembe Mutombo. No, no, no. And uh, and and now our man has a chance at winning a million dollars, which, by the way, means he won't have to have nine hundred nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand and change because he doesn't have to pay that ticket. He's going to have the full million dollars. You understand? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, all right, listen. Coming up next. I want to get into the Dodgers, okay? The Dodgers situation. You and I went into the Dodgers conversation yesterday, or, or sorry, Friday, yeah. with one particular line of thinking mm-hmm. and have come out now wondering what the future holds for one particular Dodger. We'll get right. into that on the other side. Stick around. 710 ESPN.